Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We are your hosts, I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. Matt. Hey, welcome to the podcast Thank once you. again. Glad to be I'm here. I'm very, very excited. This is like, I don't know what, I don't even know what episode this is. I don't either. <laughs> Does anyone count? Yes, I do. When I type it in, I look it up and I count. <laughs> there One, you go. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, fifty-eight. 58. 63. Nice, you know, I don't know. I have no idea. It's probably the 60s, lower 60s. Can we shoot for it. 69, hopefully? Yeah. Maybe. Why would we just make it? That would just be perfect for me. That's 69. All, 69. all right. Even if it's not 69, we could still pretend it's episode 69. Nice. Awesome. Thank you. Because it's going to be so sexy. Yeah. It's going to be a sex it's the easiest, easiest position. Is what? No, that's definitely not true at all. <laughs> <I'm mad. laughs> Some uh, logistics are involved. But regardless of what uh, number this episode is, it's going to be amazing because we do have an amazing, amazing guest. And before we introduce him, I guess I have an I'll update my life. I'm moving on to another bar. <laughs> yes, move on. Uh, and it's going to be Bar Franca downtown. So I'm really excited to be joining that team. It is a very small, intimate bar. You, if you try to see me at the at the wee hours of the night, probably won't be there unless I'm covering shifts. But if you want to come and see me on happy hour, I will sling them like the best, baby. And Goddamn right. Yeah, baby. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And then I'm also like jumping on the Charbet train. Charbet is a awesome brand uh, up in Ukiah, a little mom and pop shop. So I went, uh, I tried out the corporate and I forgot that my grassroots uh, beginnings are really like stuck to myself so <laughs> I, I i had to I, I had to go back to like mom and pop it i love it too much so i'm super excited i'm very very excited so anyone who's oh, in yeah. la come see me and then uh also i'll be talking more about charbet in the future once i start like really getting into that amazing adventure it'll be to- totally new never done that kind of shit before so i'm really excited oh yeah i like it yeah i'll try it I, okay i'm gonna put it in your mouth yeah yeah, yeah. what yeah. Woo! Should we do that right now? Charbet. Yeah. Well, oh, she, God. I don't know if they like. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Charbet. There's a lot I'm of people sh- around. I'm not sure if you knew what you were signing up for with me or not, but it's, it's oh, a wow. thing. I didn't read the contract fully. Yeah. I just said accept. Yeah. I I just signed my name, thumbprint of that bitch, and off we Sounds went. Sounds like you got your identity stolen. <laughs> God damn it! I don't know. I tasted the juice. It's good. I wouldn't sign oh, up yeah. for anything that wasn't amazing. So Absolutely. it is pretty delicious. Yeah. It is good. So, Matt, I heard you have a story of something. Yeah, it's recently. a little one. Uh, so uh, we have like, I don't know, I'm going to ruin it for Stella, but we have three bathrooms, albeit uh, nobody really knows about the third one, which is hilarious, except regulars. Usually there's two main bathrooms. There's like, well, they were. I was going to ask, how does no one know about the third bathroom? Because it's is in it like a hidden? very weird space. And like, no, and it's like weird, very, it like, you, have, you have to crawl underneath Matt's legs. Yeah. To get was, is it behind it's the bar? Like, it's like, underneath the keg, it's under a tree you... outside. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a potted it. plant. There's a gnome. It's a potted plant. Okay. Yeah. There's uh, a gnome with a hat that you lift the hat, you push a button, yeah. puts you down. He laughs, you so laugh. It's very Harry Potter. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's so easy to just walk past because nobody will look twice. So we have like the two main bathrooms and then right kind of like where the thoroughfare is from like the restaurant to the bar, there's another little bathroom that has a like nondescript door. And uh, we we did some like repairs and stuff to like the building. And that was not known to me, despite having been there for a bar meeting previously. I thought they had done the work and it was cool. <laughs> but So you didn't know they this, were doing no. work in the bathroom at all? I knew they were doing work, but I didn't know that they hadn't finished it. Oh. And they had just... Like, Plot so, thickens. Yeah. So I'm like going to wrap my business and I went the whole night without ever using it and then not even hearing that it was closed. So cue in like the end of the night and we're all closing up. And then our 
our bouncer walks over and he's like, hey, do you know that, um, is there anyone still left in here that's using the, the VIP bathroom? I'm like, no, damn it. All right, so we rush over there and it's me and one of the, the other bartenders and we're like, all right, somebody's probably in there or something or it's for some dumb reason you're able to lock it from the inside and then close the door and uh-huh. have it stay locked. Which, you know, as a bathroom is concerned is pretty important. Yeah. But at the end of the night, if <laughs> the bathroom's locked and no one's answering... A little bit concerning. Yeah. So always concerning. Yeah. Very. So now we have. It's not the first time somebody's passed out in a bathroom and people don't realize. Yeah. It. Well. Yeah. This gets brought up later. So it's right. We also are just closed and there's nobody chilling except uh, our other bouncer just came in to show love and was hanging out. So we have both of. It's like the three of us. The other bar, bar bartenders closing. And I've opened this bathroom before with like a like a, a paperclip and a credit card. Because I can like jimmy it down like the thing. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure you that don't want to say that on. Oh, I've done it. Nobody was in it. Okay. <laughs> so I don't do this like during service. Uh, so only did when, that. Only when your co your bus boy, bus boys in there. Yeah, exactly. yeah. God, I got you, bitch. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> Surprise. Go play, play. Yeah. So we did that. Um, wasn't working, and so we're just chilling. And then come in. Are the other bouncers finally realizes that like oh like. I could do this in five seconds. And he's he literally just takes like his knife and like is able to twist the handle to just pop it off. It took him like a quarter of a second to do it. And then I just look in there and it's just a bunch of like, it's a shot back and a bunch of other shit that's just in there. And I'm like, <laughs> 15 fucking minutes of us not closing to rescue somebody that wasn't even in there. But Were you knocking well, like, hello? Well, you do the knock, hello? yeah. But, who's, and who's then, then it's just there? like, yeah. That's and, even more just like emergency orientated if you're knocking and no one's answering and it's locked. Yeah, it's like, like, oh like, my dude, God. Someone's dying in there yeah, right now. Like, like, we need to get in their fist. In there. yeah. The bathroom in a bar can be like a very, very stress, like uh, anxiety ridden place for a bartender. Cause yeah. you, like you, yeah. crazy things happen in the bathrooms at bars. That's so weird. Formosa had one that had two deadlocks on it. Like the, the, the stall had two deadlocks. That's a very like, aggressive. Why did you design it that way? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so they're basically two deadlocks with the vacant and like taken. It's like, no infiltration. Yeah, did you get the wrong door and just have to put locks in it to cover the other? I don't know. Whatever. We we got there. We solved it. It was fine. I'm not even mad. That's kind of impressive. Actually. I'm like, yeah. If I was privacy. going to the restroom in a bar and had two deadlocks, I would. Oh, yeah. I would love it because no one's ever kicking in that door. No. Yeah, we don't want to know what, what you would be doing in there either. We don't want to know. <laughs> well, nobody can know because you're thing, deadlocked in. The best part about <laughs> this like story with Matt door. is like at like I don't know like oh. twelve uh, like two I don't know two. In the morning or something. God, what was it? My phone dings and the group, the talk, the team tails, uh, text group, text. group, group text. Yeah. <laughs> uh, team text. It's like, it says, you want to read it? You got it? Yeah, I have it. Let's see here. Oh, it's like, up there. I always said, uh, <laughs> this is pretty passive aggressive. It's late. Next time a bathroom is closed on purpose, would appreciate a text so we don't waste 20 minutes breaking into it because we think someone has passed out. And then immediately, sorry, wrong thread. <laughs> yeah, and then I go, oh my God. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and Adele go, this is all what time of the morning. It was like actually, yeah, it was like midnight. And Adele, Adele, really. Laugh out loud, laugh out loud. Oh man, please tell me there's a story on this on the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Let's be real. Dumb. Honestly, that's a praise to you for being just a good person, make sure that no one was dead. Yeah, we could have yeah. left them. But you guys are being instead. good. You're being great. I've, yeah, jokes on them. I don't remember if I turned the line off or on. So <laughs> got them, Stella. <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. turn off the light. Yeah. But it was a save energy. Yeah. Go green. Yeah. So that's my fun little story. I love it. Me too. I was excited to hear it. Endearing now. I was not. All I knew was the text message. So I was like, I was waiting (laughs) to hear the full, the full version. So I, I feel 
fulfilled. Nice. Did you ever find out who locked the door? Oh, I'm assuming our manager did or something. And he wasn't there that night, so or he had left early, so and I just didn't I just assumed that they had finished whatever they were doing because I mean we have service. So and yeah. and like they were doing a lot of work. So it was just like, oh yeah, like they're not gonna leave all this shit around. But they did, it's just in the bathroom there. Oh yeah, well, I'm just but, imagining like some random guest going in smart. there, like opening it up and be like, nope, and just yeah. locking it. Guaranteed they could because we had to balance it. Yeah. So yeah, it's a cat trap. Changing tires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, other than that, it was a good shift and a good week. So amazing. And now we have a good friend on the podcast. Oh my God. Okay. So this is exciting because I think, I think to this date, this is, you are this guest, you who we're looking at, but in podcast world, no one knows. But uh, to this day, I think you were the most mentioned human being on our podcast. I am. Flattered. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> I have no idea. That is true. So I'm going to let Matt do the honors here because there's been a numerous amount of stories that oh, your, yeah. your name has popped up, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea whether to smile or cringe on those. Most of the <laughs> they're mostly, good. They're mostly the good ones because yeah. you can remember them. Or and at least I remember them. Well, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we have uh, Duke on the podcast and everyone will probably know him as such. Uh, others will know him as John, John McCaffrey. And if which you, I don't at all. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, if you've ever known me as John, you definitely don't know me yeah. personally. Well, uh, where's Duke come from? Where's that name come from? Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories, but the only one that really makes sense is one of the ones my dad told me about my brother not being able to pronounce my middle name. So my name is John Douglas McCaffrey, and my whole family, we go by our middle names. So I'd been Doug, and my older brother is a Duke. Oh, that makes sense. Instead of Doug. And so that's essentially how I got my name. From what I've been told. So you've always been Duke. I've always been Duke. I like, I remember specifically going into like pre-K with Mrs. Smith. And I'm not even joking. That was my teacher's name. That's just not just generic what I'm throwing out there. And she Smith. was like, John McCaffrey. And I'm like, who's this motherfucker who has the same last name as me? <laughs> You're looking around. And I'm like, no idea. My name was John. And I'm like a little kid. And my parents are like, your name is John. I'm like, then why the fuck do you call me dude? And I'm like, I don't really know what's happening right now. I don't know how to spell, mom. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to write. You just say Duke. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I just nod and say yes. Duke it is. Duke it is. All right. So we have like mentioned you on the podcast, like I said, but for anyone tuning into this episode, let's give you everyone a little background check on what you've been up to and who you are and where you've been and where you're working. If you would like to say where you're working. Yeah, no, I'm a all time, you know, classic LA bartender, been born and raised in this neighborhood and neighborhood LA is a giant neighborhood, <laughs> but I've been around the whole time bartending, doing different positions the whole entire time, brand ambassador for a lot of different spirit companies and currently working for a distribution company but uh, heavily involved in the cocktail industry as far as consulting goes and spirits and loveliness. And, you know, I love consuming my product. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who it gets down to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what was your humble beginnings? What, what got you into this crazy ass business? Honestly, cooking at home. My uh, great, or not my great, my stepdad's grandmother was from Jamaica. And remember growing up with her, she was always cooking weird things in the kitchen. I mean, to me as a little kid, I was like a little white guy from LA. You have no idea what curry is, you know what a goat is, you know what, do what oxtail is or aki and salt fish. And like, she's always constantly cooking these things. And I was just infatuated with the flavor profiles and the aromas that are coming out of the kitchen. So she taught me how to cook. And that very early translated to me being a dishwasher and then a prep chef and then a line cook and then gradually moved to front of the house. And by the time I was 19, I was serving. And then as soon as I was 20, I bartended. Well, started bartending with 
when I was 19 with a fake ID, but <laughs> as, as it is, as it is, yeah, no one needs to know that That's much information. Thing. My name's Carl, by the way. Oh, um, so nice. yeah. Now I get where the yeah. dude thing comes from. Yeah, yeah. It makes so much sense. So, and as soon as I got in the front of the house, like with flavor, flavor profiles are concerned. It's one of those things that same thing chefs do with food, like bartenders do with cocktails. And it infatuated me in a much more personal level because, like, anytime you go into a restaurant, like where your eyes immediately go to focus are like where all the noise is, everything's happening, people are having fun. It's usually the bar and the bartender's like the star of the show. The chef is the star of the show in the back of house, but no one ever fucking sees them. Mm -hmm. So if you go into a restaurant as a little kid, you're like, oh God, I would love to be a bartender. That guy looks like he's having so much fun. And Do you think every little kid thinks that? Like, I know for me, I I was always interested in bartending. I I always was personally. I think it's different though, you know? Like growing up, I was like firefighter astronaut bartender nice i was like top three I, yeah top three. <laughs> i was like gem barbie and the rockers bartender <laughs> but it's it's one of those things it's like if you want to be a bartender and you have the passion to be behind it and you want to put forth the effort it's not an easy profession it's out isn't there's no such thing as a nine-to-five bartender like we work hours and hours on end like no one takes breaks in the middle of shifts while it's busy and we have to be creative and on top of our feet constantly and dealing with amazing people and miserable people. But we have to have the... Your, your face is there. Yeah, you we can. have to be present and at all times give them a good look. It's a difficult profession. Not many people can do it. You have to have somewhat thick skin. And I kind of fell in love with it as soon as I did it. How long ago was that when you moved into behind the bar? I was 20, so that's nine years ago. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So what do you think has been maybe one of the most influential things besides like food and bartending? The people we work with, you know, like Matt, for example, is one of the first people I really got a relationship with behind the bar. Hail. Hey, uh, <laughs> got real, real quick. It got real, real quick. But it came down to a lot of the people were like mentors. And it's not only showing you how to make a cocktail, it's showing you how to taste a drink teaching the differences between like, what does a rye taste like? What does a wheat bourbon taste like? What does certain styles of gin taste like? It's like, it's a different entirety in itself. And there's so many different variations, like almost more than wine, arguably. I know Somalia would fight me on that, but fuck them. Oh, good, because um, I got a Somalia in this corner. Perfect. Oh, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Please. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sommelier, I'm so glad that like I, I, you heard the call out here. Where where's my wife? You said you would promise she's okay. Oh shit! You weren't supposed to talk about that. What do you mean I'm not supposed to talk about it? <laughs> you you weren't supposed to talk about her. Uh, we we had an agreement. She's my you, wife. You, I want her back. You signed you signed the you signed the sheet. Yeah, but you're a criminal. I'm not gonna. She's oh. right here. <laughs> oh, you didn't see her. She's got like a coconut drink, so she's. Because mm. she's drinking spirits instead of wine. Mm. Ooh, how does that make you Maybe feel? Maybe this already wins the argument. Very nice. Well, I guess if she's having a good time, I'll leave. <laughs> well, put, All right, dude, put down the boxing gloves. That didn't go as, as planned. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. But like on the on the tasting thing, one of my favorite stories <laughs> was... Uh, Fuck, it was you, me, and John Pete, right? Yeah. A good friend of we ours. At, we were at the the proper, and we had a, a real fun game. We had, I don't even know, I can't even count how many spirits we had behind the bar. And we'd pick a small section, 
And we just ignored the gin section. Yeah, ignored plural, the gin because it was like half the bar. Yeah, you had two hundred gins for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, so we just picked a different section of different spirits, and we would grab one, unbeknownst to the other two. The other two would be outside. Meanwhile, this is in service, by the way. This is the best part. Yeah, <laughs> so, is, yeah, we're like, full on open. Yeah, we're full on open. <laughs> and two people would leave their shift to go outside for two seconds. The other person would pick the spirit, put three glasses down, put it back. Other people would come in, and we'd have to taste it and try and guess which spirit it was. Mm-hmm. Not even like, for example, if we're doing tequila, it wouldn't be just like, oh, this is the repo. It's like, no, you had to do brand specific, which was a very fun game in multiple ways because we had to learn specific tasting profiles for each brand. But also we got to drink a little bit on the job, which was I mean, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, a it, was little a, bit. it was a long game. It's, it's, it's for science, game. education. Absolutely. It is 100 percent. Yeah, uh, it was a blast. Speaking of drinking, we are drinking something that is mind boggling. It's mind boggling. Why? Because it doesn't look like how it tastes. And why is that? Because it's clear. And why is it clear? Because it's been clarified. Well, who clarified it? It was Adele. So let's. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The mystery was, was like shaking in anticipation. I know. I know. Everyone was wondering what was going to happen, but I cleared it up like this clarified drink. Oh, so here's Adele with the cocktail we are drinking. Boom. Guess who's back? Just back again. Boom. Boom. Our, Our mistress. Boom. Is here. She always knows just what to make. She'll pour, she'll stir, she'll even shake. What she serves is what you'll drink. And when she's done, you just can't think. Cause Cause you're drunk. drunk. Boom. Hi. Hello. So you're drinking a clarified pina colada. Okay, thanks. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually really curious about that because it was delicious. Um, it's, so it's basically the uh, same procedure as a clarified milk punch. Really old recipe from the 1700s. You use milk to clarify it. Sorry if anybody here is vegan or lactose intolerance. That, that, Surprise! Gotcha! Yeah. You up later. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, on a serious note, though, about that, is it possible to do a clarified milk punch with things that are non-dairy-based? If Could you do like a... Walnut or an oat milk clarified punch. So I know the no, fats are different. Because, uh, yeah, it's actually you should use whole milk. Yeah, um, because of the fat content and the, the the way the I think the trick with it is you have to use a citrus cocktail and pina coladas. I would normally not use a citrus. I would just use pineapple, coconut rum. Um, but for this one, I really wanted to see if if it worked out, and I did a little bit of uh, lime juice, and basically use whole milk. You can use buttermilk, and I think like half and half, and like full fat milk, but the flavor profile changes, and I think buttermilk gives a little bit of sourness. But from they're just the recipes I've been looking up. Basically, what happens: the citrus curls the casein protein of the whole milk, and that basically acts like a filter, and it clears out everything from the the drink. But it leaves back it leaves behind whey protein, so it gives like a creamy, uh, milky mouthfeel without being milky. Yeah, it has a wonderful silky texture to it. Yeah, it's a, so I thought it would work with a pina colada and it's kind of fun. It's also really fun to make. It's one that looks really sexy too. Yeah, yeah. it has a big... When you, when you served that to me earlier, I was like, pina colada, I was like, mm, not really. <laughs> she, yeah, and I tasted it and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just want to get caught in the rain. That's all so, I'm saying. I mean, yeah. it's, it's definitely fun, but you know, it's 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 a, I guess the old country was fucked up and they didn't have fridges back then, so that's what they were used to preserve cocktails, but it does... I think if you want to use like a non-citrus cocktail, you have to use agar agar, another protein or like clarifying agent. But for this milk worked perfectly and it's really fun to make. So cheers, you guys. Well, thank you very cheers. much. It's cheers. absolutely yes. delicious. 
Incredible. Yeah. So anyone who's not dabbled in that uh, kind of molecular world, get in there. Clarify your drinks because there's no reason not to. Right? (laughs) If you're lactose intolerant or (laughs) Or (laughs) vegan. Fair. But they should think about it. You could you could look at it and you could. You're gonna need to find alternate methods. Stick your dick in it. Yeah. (laughs) But if you have a dick. Yeah. Sorry, guys. (laughs) You know, just do whatever makes you happy. You know. It's your world. It's your drink. You enjoy it. Just give it a little pop. Oh yeah. It's a little dabble, do you? You know. Oh my god. Just makes a drink that you really like. Sometimes That's essentially... I don't know why I say things. It just happens. They just happen. It's it's life. Yeah. I, I just think I like, always if enjoy, I can't it. enjoy yeah. this. You can enjoy a it. Stream in some of consciousness. Way. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Ooh, stream of consciousness. That's something. Is that the name? That's the name of the cocktail. The stream of consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Mama. We're drinking. A, we're drinking a multitude of things going oh, yeah. on over here. Oh yeah. Yeah. You guys should see your table. Mama. Mama. All right, my depth perception. Uh, yeah, so Duke brought a plethora of beverage as well. Oh, so we don't we need are... to, we don't need to talk about half of these things. Well, I mean, I think it's interesting to talk about our um, round table and the things we were drinking. Yes, like the knights of the round table. of the round table, mm-hmm. and it's you a know, Game of Thrones wine. A lot of, lot of them have left, however. <laughs> it is a leftover. And we've Game already of been talking wine. about Fireball, so why not talk about the Game of Thrones wine? I don't see anything wrong with that. Other than the last season, am I right, guys? Oh. Yes. <laughs> Got him. Roasted. Yeah, I hope they heard that one. I was depressed for a long time. You don't need to do that to me again. That was a sting. But, uh, you know, I feel like we need to be uplifted a little bit. Or maybe entertained a little bit. Oh, such as wine and alcohol. And so we got that combined with Fireball. It's beautiful. And with some incredible bartender stories. Yes. Hmm. How you feel about getting feel into like a story? Everyone's looking at me, and I'm I'm nervous. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> we are. The eyes at you. are upon. There are a lot of stories I have, and a lot of stories I don't want to divulge. Ooh. Um, do one of those. Do one of those. <laughs> <laughs> one of those ones. Just do it. I'm trying to think uh, what bartender story I want to tell. All right, I'm going to talk about like bad customers. Yeah. Uh, because uh, let's be real, all of us have them, and you know some of these people who are li- listening to this podcast don't realize that they are some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, always tip 20% minimum. Don't be a dick. <laughs> You're not wrong. It's like we're but... working at a cocktail bar on a Saturday night. It's one of the reasons I stopped really aggressively bartending on the weekends is because you'd bartend during the week and you'd have your regulars. You bartend $14 cocktails, two cocktails, you know, close to $34 bill of tax and people tip appropriately. On the weekend, you get that same bill, but with, you know, seven cocktails and they tip $7. So they're just like, oh, well, I get like a, one percent bill. It's like thanks for that shitty tip. Yeah, it, it hurts our feelings when we get a shitty tip. Like, <laughs> yeah, because everyone is. So we work very hard for our money. Work hard for the money. Extremely hard. Work hard for the money. Do now, do now. Thank you. Um, we get these pretty smiles on our faces. I <laughs> yeah. swear to God. We take bribes. Yeah, we. Do. <laughs> That's what it is. You give me money, money, and make sure you have a good time. Give me money. I completely lost my train of thought. I'll get it about guests, yeah. customers, right? Guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, one of my primary first terrible experiences behind a bar, uh, daytime, doing a lunch shift, not really aggressively busy. This guest comes into the bar, asks for Bud Light. It's like, we don't care about Light. He's like, why the fuck don't you care about Light? It's like, oh, wow. Like that turned real quickly, negatively. I was like, okay, uh, well, we just don't carry it. We have, you know, Stella. We have other things that will be comparable. And he's like, no, I want Bud Light. And I was like, well, I don't carry Bud Light. I'm sorry, sir. Okay. 
can you make a Manhattan? I was like, yes, love to make you a Manhattan. Please allow me to make you a Manhattan. He was like, okay, make me one. So I pull out the rye from, so first off, it's a carpenos weaver vermouth, bitters, go for the rye in my well, pull it out, and he immediately loses his shit. Oh. And I was like, what happened? Triggered. He's like, why aren't you using Jack Daniels? <laughs> You're like, I, I kind of got thrown back a little bit. I was like, Jack Daniels isn't a rye. He's like, okay, well, if you'd like me to make a rye with Jack Daniels, just call it out and let me know. He's like, no. So after that, I had to remake a new cocktail. I was like, so you want a Jack Daniels Manhattan? He was like, yes. So I start doing it again, start stirring it. And he starts yelling at me again about stirring the cocktail, not shaking it. <laughs> so this point, I'm just frustrated and losing my goddamn mind. <laughs> and I'm very new bartender. I'm like, I'm actually underage with a fake ID. And I'm like, but I know how to make a cocktail. I learned from the best. And I'm sitting there just looking at this guy. And I was like, dude, like, you're asking me for something I cannot give you at this point. So I finally looked at him and I took the advice one of Matt's and my British mentors told us was, hey, dude, I don't like you sober. I'm not going to get you drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And I fucking kicked him out. Simple as that. It's just one of those situations. I was like, dude, I don't want to fucking serve someone who's going to be a dick the whole goddamn time. And I'm not going to be extremely hospitable as I was multiple times for someone who doesn't give a shit. They're going to treat you like shit. Like at a certain point, you don't want them in your restaurant or bar. And this is one of those cases where it's just like, I've exhausted all my options. It's like, time for you to fucking go. Beat it, bro. Yeah. Did I feel good? I I was actually shaking because I thought I was going to get fired. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was freaking the fuck out. I was like losing. And then as soon as I told my manager what happened, they were laughing and they were like, good for you. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Fuck that guy. Bud Light and Jack Daniels, Manhattan. He's like, Jack Daniels isn't bad, but like in a Manhattan, not the thing. Also, just like, dude, just Shake. drink the fucking yeah. drink, man. Yeah. Uh, How many shitty cocktails I've like had for the past? I like that you were like uncomfortable about it. I, I think that's a good like little note what? to say for people who maybe are listeners that aren't in the bartending industry. Like, none of us enjoy kicking anybody out. Like, no, never. It's really uncomfortable. It can be very scary. You have to like put on this like how I like to think of it is like a a sheet, maybe like a plastic sheet in front of you, like mentally where you think it might get a little bit messy, but you could still get hurt through it. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's funny because I usually do that same thing, but I call it a bar. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Things can come across the bar. Yeah. Things can come across the bar, but it's like bar mentally though, it's like crazy. Oh no, it drives me absolutely crazy sometimes. I don't like kicking people out. No, I, because you never know how they're going to react. Exactly. They don't like it. And it's also, sucks. it's like you talk to some, let's say it's a regular who's hammered it's like you got to walk them outside and be like, dude, you're shit-faced. I need to get you in here, but get the fuck out of here because you're like, I don't want you to mess something up. Yeah. It's like, I don't want you to make a bad decision. I don't want to make a bad decision. Also, it's like, if you're drinking at my bar, you're my responsibility. So it's like, I'm not going to serve you And anymore. also, you're a regular. I want to see you yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, like, I yeah. want to make sure you're <laughs> yeah, home you're okay. You're normally not like this. <laughs> ideally. Yeah, ideally. <laughs> otherwise, you should probably kick him out a lot earlier. Yeah, yeah, otherwise, he's on the 86 list. Oh, oh my God, speaking of... Side note, I'm sorry, I just brought up another bar story. I'm not going to mention the bar, but it's pirate-themed in an area north of Pasadena. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. And there is a gentleman that everyone knows as uh, Baby Jesus. <laughs> if it's the bar I'm thinking of, it oh, very much it makes is. sense. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and so this particular individual was a jockey professionally, rode at San Diego Racetrack, Irish gentleman, drinks quite a lot much like all of us Irish people do. And he's but, a jockey. And he's a jockey. <laughs> Those guys so are very drink. small. Yeah. With a lot of money. So 
just gets into him and he gets really hammered. Anyways, he tried to assemble on home, but he ended up falling and passing out into the nif- nativity nif- nativity Thank scene. Thank you. <laughs> nativity <laughs> scene. Nativity scene. Yeah. Nativity scene. Like a little baby Jesus. Yeah, exactly. That's oh why I got God. the name. So he fell asleep into that little like cradle. <laughs> and a bunch of people, like kids, found him on Sunday morning That's before Jesus. Christmas. So he's literally passed out in this Jesus's cradle, drunk as shit, on <laughs> Christmas Eve. Right. Like, I was like, is it a crib or a is a crib? Manger. What's it called? Manger. It's a manger. Manger. No, we. He didn't go to Catholic school. No, I so. did not. It, it's a crib. All right, it's a it's a basket. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> he fell asleep in Jesus's basket in front of a church, and forever known because when he gets found among Christmas Eve, he's known as Baby Jesus. Baby that's Jesus. A, I would almost adopt that name. Like, yeah, really I would love that, that name yeah. at that point. Like, and that story is like funny enough to be like, it's not. Yeah, like I was drunk as shit. Yeah, okay, drunk as whatever. shit. Fell asleep in a different. Nativity. How the fuck do you say that? Nativity. 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 Nativity scene. Yeah, I'm saying that correctly, right? Nativity, Nativity scene. Like okay. The jokes from then on, like about like water and wine and like all different oh, things. Oh, like, it's yeah. incredible. I actually called the bar like weeks later. You just ask her, "Baby Jesus," and be like, "Hey, is Baby Jesus there?" And everyone like, "No," or "Yes, he's right down this." Yeah, like that's what he's known by now. Oh my gosh, forever and always, Baby Jesus. <laughs> Praise be. Yeah, praise be to baby Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Sweet. Four pounds, six ounce, baby Jesus. Yeah. Sweet baby Jesus. Oh my God. God, that's I'm trying to think if there's I don't have any pass out stories of like people that have No one's ever passed out of cell No, not when I was there. Really? I don't think so. Whatever. Did I ever tell you a story about the fu- the uh fucking guys that passed out and then like threw out a fucking baton? A bat- like a like fucking, what type of baton? Like the like a retractable baton? Yeah, those like things like that are fighting su- batons. Yeah. Super illegal here. Yeah, yeah. super illegal. <laughs> was it a cop? No, no. no oh. Even was, cops don't have those here. It was uh, yeah. at the bar. This little neighborhood bar I used to work at in Baltimore, and these uh, these little Oaxacan dudes. And I say little because they were very small. <laughs> <laughs> it was an observation. <laughs> <laughs> they they come me. in every day. <laughs> they were regulars, and they would drink until they fall asleep at the in their bar stools and they'd sit up oh, with I'm familiar their, with the process. Yeah, yes. they'd sit nah. up straight and then I mean like every time I'd see them, this is the case. Like every oh. single time they came to the, the bar, they'd end up falling asleep in their bar stools. And and then one day the one dude, the older dude, he fell asleep in his bar stool and I had my buddy J- Jeremy, who was all a regular as well, but always was together. Um, and I'd be like, dude, help me out. Let get this guy out here for me, you know? And he, so he's like, wait, wake up, wake up. And I'd like bang on the bar. Hey, can't sleep in the bar. Can't sleep in the bar. And then fucking, um, then I was like, Jeremy, just get him out of here. So Jeremy grabs the bar stool from behind and just starts dragging the whole bar stool with him <laughs> out into the streets. And like down the steps and everything, like everyone's just carrying the dude down. The Is steps. he still on the bar stool? He's still sleeping time? on the bar the stool. Balance level. I'm, I'm actually not even angry. I'm just more impressed. No, it was very, yeah. it was very impressive. Like very impressive. Like every time I'm like, dude, how do you? First of all, how do you even sleep with like just like not falling over in your bar stool? It's crazy. But uh, so then eventually he woke up, but he woke up in like in a kind of probably like a maybe stupor, a like what, what? or something. Yeah, but then his buddy was getting mad at him because he was sleeping in the bar stool. And so he started getting really aggravated with him and was like, wake up, man, wake up. And so the guy that was sleeping, like, was wasted. And so he just starts wanting to get in a fight with his buddy. Oh, so they start getting in this, like, 
physical altercation, but they're both so drunk that there's kind of just like tapping and falling over kind of thing. <laughs> and so then the the older dude, next thing you know, he pull it gets a little more aggressive. So he pulls out this like stick out of his back pocket and, and then like he swings it. Yeah. yeah. And it's a freaking retractable like steel baton. baton. Yeah. And then they're in the middle of the fucking streets of Baltimore. We're all around them going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this whole like this street fight. fight. Yeah, it was crazy. But the crazy thing about it was like they were so drunk that they couldn't even really get close to each other because the closer they get, the more they'd almost like fall over. It became more of like a entertainment spectacle kind of thing. <laughs> it was weird so dance. bonkers. Everybody starts throwing money on the ground seeing who's going to fall over first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, who's actually going to make contact? Let's no, yeah, they this. had like both, like, no, no pun intended, but dukes up. Like they had, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like the Irish style. Yeah, like, like, hey, come here, bully, bully, bully. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> like the song. It was very bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what happened to those guys. Hmm. Yeah, probably still at that bar, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, I guess. They're, they're not those people that I see leaving their their haunt after being that happening, like being allowed to come back. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. They, I'm sure they've like traveled like places and like gone to other <laughs> bars and like seen things in the world, you know? Well, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. But they'd always come back. There's always like a place that you'll come back to. They're always a place. Kind of like this podcast. Yeah. You know, like we have recurring people that just love to show up. You yeah, know? like randomly. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Like never planned. Oh. Hello. Have no fear. I want to be clear that I am here to find all the beer. Traveled far and near for what brings me cheer. And that is to drink great beer. Looks far and near to find the beer. Looks far and near to find the beer. I've been searching for the best beer of the land. And I won't stop until I find the best beer in the land. Whoa! What the hell is that? Is that a rocket pack? I think so. Oh my god, Rip! It is. It's Rip! It's I recognize him. What's up, boners? Oh, hey. <laughs> you doing, dude? Well. You say boners? What? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm just intrigued. I'm hot in Philadelphia today. Wait, you were in Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And then you took a rocket pack over here? I hot-footed it on a rocket pack. I <laughs> ran at mock speeds. <laughs> you ran? Get over here. The ro- oh, yes. I, of a jet I aimed my the rocket ball. pack back and ran like Roadrunner. Just there that. <laughs> I know. The smoke down the street yes. is insane. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes, there's a smoke line yeah. leading across the U.S. map. Oh, where you okay. can see the route that I took to get here. It's nice. like the Back to the Future. Yes. It's like the Back to the it's Future. It's like, like, like that Back to the Future. Where we're going, Wait, we don't need roads. What year am I in? Yeah. It's 2019, you dumbass. No, it's actually <laughs> what? 2023. What? Yes. <laughs> don't fuck with me. Surprise. <laughs> don't fuck with me. Dude, you were really fast. I was at Steve Gutenberg's 65th birthday today, so that can't be true. I'm just joking. It's 2019. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was an air raid siren for a second. That's oh. a... <laughs> oh. Anyways, Rip, I didn't realize you were gonna be here. Yep. I'm glad you like rocketed in here and you're. Oh, ready for another hole in the ceiling because I brought a friend. Oh no! What? Dude, tell who? Oh my! Oh my God! That was my ceiling. Good God. Yes, ever since the Talk Tales podcast, I uh, I met an acquaintance who had heard about me from the show. Uh, go ahead and tell me your name. 
Happy to be on the show. My name is Ollie Toulouse. Ollie. Ollie oh Toulouse. Happy Ollie to be Toulouse. here. Hey, this nice to a, meet you. This is my first podcast. I need to apologize to this gentleman over here. I accidentally drank your uh, your pina colada. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, it's okay. Oh, you do not want to touch that. Ollie's got See, some I bad thought, worms. I thought that um, I, I thought that this one was his. Oh. I thought that it was rips, and so I drank it. Well, I'm sure it's okay, Matt. Yeah, it's I'm okay, okay with that. Uh, that trauma's on purpose right now. Oh, my. You son of a bitch, Rip. How'd you even get that? You're fast. It's okay. You're our guest now. You drink You drink all of these. Do you have a fireball? What the fuck is going on? Who are these people? You don't know Rip? You never met Rip? This other guy. Oh, dude. Uh, so this is Ollie. Rip, you Hello. brought him along. You, how'd you get in here? You parachuted? Oh, I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm a magazine writer. I'm a journalist. Oh. And oh, I'm nice. actually... For the past several weeks, I've been writing. I've been covering uh, Rick Rip for uh, an article. <laughs> he still doesn't know my name. In half of them, I'm Rick, and in half of the articles, I'm Rip. But isn't there a proofreading <laughs> in this situation? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm the editor. <laughs> and you, you like you let the final pass on all of his stories. Oh and you gosh. let that pass? Mm-hmm. It's a funny. It's a funny story. I was in the middle of an assignment. I was. Uh, I'm. A, I'm my. Uh, sorry, I'm, uh, drinking a lot of wine. <laughs> uh, the Game of Thrones, the game of the game of the Game of Thrones wine. Oh yeah, which is a show, which is a program. Yeah, you've heard of it. I've heard of it by by reputation. So how'd you get introduced to this guy? Impressive. So I was uh, I was doing a I was doing a celebrity profile uh, on the the political commentator Tommy Lauren. I was in a car with her. And I was underneath the car planting a car bomb. Yes. <laughs> this is a sting operation. Yeah. Things escalate so quickly. Yeah. And so the. Uh, the article quickly became about that, and then um, <laughs> yeah, no, I can see and, why the the, the uh, gears would change on that situation. Sure. Well, for listeners attack. that don't really know who Rip is, Rip has been on our podcast before. He contacted us about wanting to tell his adventures traveling the world, trying to find the world's best beer, essentially. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I'd forgotten about that. What his association what? with the liquor? Was. Well, I never think about <laughs> you either. Oh <laughs> man! On an honest note, traveling around the world. Have you ever been to New Zealand? Mm, yes. Because Ollie and I were just in New Zealand about two weeks ago. They have a deer semen beer stout. Whoa. Wait, always... Rick, have you had that? Ollie, we had that. We were in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, uh, were, they, were they farmers? What were they doing? There were, were they farmers, farmers and goats. There were, far- there were goat farmers. And they, they, what they do there, similar to the milk going into the pina colada, they use, uh, they use the goat milk. They, they ferment it. Yeah. And they they drink that the farmers out mm. the, they'll so. milk the goats at the table. So did you drink a different beer though that was the deer penis? I did. I well, right. we, what they did was they uh, they took the goat penis and they uh, was it pickling? It was pickling. And they pickle. They'll it, soak that. They, they'll soak that goat penis for about four weeks. And what, they will just tie a jar of liquid around the goat's penis. Oh, boy, that sounds rough. Kind of wander around, wiggle around, just wobble around, mm-hmm. sloshing around. Mm-hmm. What, so then that's uh, how they Peter's gonna have a blast of this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. We're drinking it. It comes in these um comes these mason jars. Mm-hmm. And uh as I'm drinking it, you know, I assume that it's because it's a mason jar, I can drink it somewhat liberally. Make a Long Island iced tea. Ollie yeah. and I wake up in the forest completely naked. <laughs> sure. We've sewn ourselves into a tree. Oh shit. <laughs> and we uh we had to get out of the tree. <laughs> Oh, so how did you wait? So the tree was you opened yourself, or the tree was open, and then you. We tried to see if we could fit into the tree both together (laughs) into the trunk. Uh huh. Was there a hole in the trunk? Mm -hmm. We were convinced that it was uh, it was some kind of earth earthly womb, like a portal opening up, inviting us to to get back in, uh, crawl back into the womb, which is of course what. So that's why you're naked. All humans want. Yeah, that's why I'm currently uh, currently naked now. Well, I was not going to ask, but I'm glad that you just told us. 
Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm naked too, just for solidarity. Well, the jetpack <laughs> threw me off. The jetpack yeah. will melt your clothes if you wear it too long. So yes, you must be naked while wearing it. <laughs> yes. So I mean, you're all bartenders. All, yeah, we're all, all, all bartenders. Yeah, bartenders. So yeah, like that's what's cool about Rip is that he's made that mission about the beer thing. But then I heard through email and the grapevine that you have uh, kind of completed your mission with beers. Like, you, what did you find the best beer, or did you just? Yes, give it, up? it turned out the number one beer for my little belly was Michelob Ultra. Oh, <laughs> that's what it took. Yeah. Now we I were to ask, is it? Primarily because you want to get a little belly. Mm-hmm. It's actually a very. Uh, we were at one of those, you know, those golfing places where where single white guys go to the bachelor parties and they they hit golf balls in a net. Yeah, it's like a public bathroom. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess those are both technically places on earth. Driving so, range. And so the gentleman would drink. It's like, a driving range, but there's a net. It's layers, and there's men with golf balls, and then you hit the golf ball into the net, and all the men were drinking Michelob Ultras. And I said, well, that's barely a beer. Have you tried drinking that? And I tasted it, it, and I said, mum, 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 mum. It was good. Oh, I wait till you get White Claw. 40 <laughs> single golf balls in a row. I've heard that white, I've heard of the, the White Claw, but I haven't had the chance to that. It's the, uh, the seltzer water. It's a demon. You finished your goal, and you, you, you found the beer. Mm-hmm. Sound the alarms. Or the trumpet, whatever you want to think about <laughs> that. I sounded a trumpet. <laughs> All was on the drums. Yeah. We went to the top of the church tower, and we were playing a good old song for, for a whole day about Ollie, right? The whole day. The, whole, the children were dancing in the squares. What Ollie happened? and I started, well, they started requesting Crocodile Rock. What, what happened was about hour three kicked in. Mm-hmm. I did something with the drums, and I made a fire hydrant go off. <laughs> and once a fire hydrant goes off, the kids, they come out of the woodwork. And so now they're dancing. We were watching from the roof. We were playing Steve Miller Band at the time. <laughs> Turns out they tore down that church and put up a statue of old Ollie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, kid we're quite the duo, the two of us. I'll say. Now, what's what's your new mission then, if you already got that You know, beer? it's kind of like the latest seasons of The Office, you know, where it's like, why are they even still filming anymore? They, they clearly have enough story to go off of, but they're kind of just hanging out together because they're pals, you know? So what do you do together as pals? You, uh, we made a movie. We shot a whole movie together. Yeah, all he wrote from the documentary about mm-hmm. us, the adventure that we were on of him trying, of him finding the perfect beer for his stomach, and me following him, chronicling. I hired a camera crew to follow me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we made a documentary about our two adventures. And then that's we, interesting. We you found follow out, him, they follow you. Yeah, we found uh-huh. out that the camera crew that he hired, they were some characters. So I hired yeah, another were, film uh, crew to follow, follow them. Yes. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. A whole train of... So we toured the countryside, us in a van, the second camera view in a truck, and then the third camera view kind of following along in a boat. Uh, and we toured the countryside of N- Naples and filmed uh, multiple adventures. On any of these adventures, did you happen upon any amazing bars or bartenders? We did. We did. Well, he was always on his quest to find a beer for his stomach. Of course. The, the perfect beer for Before his, the Michelob, for, of course, for, for yes. And so we would stop by every little pub or bar, and like, well, maybe... Maybe they have something here that you could drink without, you know, diarrhea every time, no matter it the kind of so beer. It wasn't so much diarrhea as it was, because it, it was very red. It would come out red like topsoil. Sounds like yeah, you might want to go get that checked out. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a Del Taco situation. So we go to the sleepy, uh, this sleepy, this pub, I believe Doritos. it was. Mm-hmm. In, the, uh, in the countryside. It was called uh, Lancaster's Old 
Old Man Lancaster's Old Man Lancaster's Irish pub. Irish pub. Old Man Lancaster's Irish pub. Yeah, in Naples. And so I in s- Naples. Oh, it was a chain, I believe. There were multiple Old Man Lancasters. Those are great. This one we stopped at was a nice little pub tucked away to the to the Naples shore, tucked away on a rock cliff. So I take the bartender aside. You had to climb. You had to swim and climb. We did. We had to climb up. You had to swim into a cove. Climb. But when you get up there, fuck. The view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they've got a happy hour. Their chicken tenders, pretty good. The- <laughs> Naples mm-hmm. pretty good, though. So I told the bartender about a situation. I told him I'm a, I'm a magazine writer and I'm covering Rip about uh, his sensitive beer tummy and he's looking for the one kind of beer and all, and all this and so forth. And I said, do you have anything for him? What's like the lightest beer that you have? And they said, well, we have something called, uh, we have something called a Sally. And I go, what's a Sally? And it's, it's, a, it's a little uh, like a thimble of... Uh, <laughs> Of water, and then they take a uh, what's a dropper, like a dropper, yeah. like an eyedropper, like yeah, turkey baster, yeah. turkey baster, yeah, and they put that into the. <laughs> they use like lab equipment to make it. There's like yeah. a scientist back there, and kind so of mixing. Is, so this is just to paint a picture. There's, these are two drops of whiskey, and a tumbler of water, and so this is what we give the children when they're dehydrated after the climb up to the bar. And so they give. Were it to you them. offended? So they give well, it. they don't tell you when you order the drink that when you drink it, they make you put on a dress that a bunch of other boys have had to wear and then they all get in a circle and they go sally sally girly drink he has poopies and they stink and they sing that at you for like 45 minutes and then you drank it i did drink i ordered like four of them and i got freaky you still got sick. That wasn't the one. Yes, wasn't I the still one. vomited and shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped singing then. They weren't singing anymore. Well, I think that maybe the alcohol isn't just for, isn't for you. Maybe. Oh, well, Michelob was fine. Oh, okay. Well, okay, that's right. Michelob. Is that what they gave you after you had the child thimble? No, they threw me off the cliff. All of them <laughs> kind the of crowd surfed me over the edge of. How many children are in this bar specifically? Uh, or how many would you say, Ollie? I think it was about eight children. About eight children. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's strong. Four or five older people that seemed well, to be there for. I didn't see them leave. I didn't see them enter. They were. No. They were there when we were. They were there when we came. They were there when we left. I mean, they can't climb down the cliff any, every uh, day. They're probably there? just up there. Do you have any old, old, uh, old regulars at your bars? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Older people. They yeah. walk in. You know their name. You know their seat. And you know their drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, oh yeah. shit! It's Jeffrey. Everyone move. So yeah. Tito's and soda. When I was a boy, I, uh, I lived in Chicago, and I, uh, I worked at a restaurant downtown. And uh, we had a, uh, a customer that would come in named Walter, and every day he would order an Eggs Benedict and coffee and sit in the same booth. And one day I asked who this man was because he had a kind of a large-than-life personality, even though it was very quiet. And they said that he uh, he was a mob murderer. Mob? He was like a murderer for the mob, like the Iceman. Oh, man. I thought it was Hitman. opposite. I thought it was oh, oh, someone, who, someone slowly with the Punisher. Someone slowly yeah. breaking yeah. up the he said He's yeah. the Punisher. Yeah. He was Keanu Reeves, but yeah. Yeah. not but older. sexy. And the other, the other, the older, the barbacks of the waiters, they would scare me because I was just a kid. And they would say, if I've ever got anything wrong with Walter's order, he would follow me back to my house and he would, uh, he would uh, murder me. You'd whack you. Your he bosses were joking yeah, with you joking. about that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you better not drop Walter's, uh, you know, ex Benedict, or he'll fucking kill you with a piano wire. Uh, what so happened to old Walter? You know, one day he just stopped coming to uh, to breakfast. Did hmm. someone kill him with a piano? I wire? assume. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, we can, can only we can assume. assume. Yeah. We can only assume. That's the thing about bartending, though, is you have to, uh, you know, you kind of can't follow them back home. You know, you just have to hope for the yeah, best. He, he could have yeah, been so filled up with holiday sauce that he just kind of erupted. I mean, eggs Benedict every morning. It's pretty explosive. Have you, ever, have you ever had a regular just not just vanish, just not come back? Uh, yeah. 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 That's true. Old man. Like one of the big things for me, yeah. though, uh, just being behind a bar in general, I'm sure everyone has felt it as well as having a uh, 
someone that you like, they come in, they're regulars, and then all of a sudden one day you realize that the girl they're coming in with is not their wife. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, it's huge. Yes. And, you know, they start, like, tipping you and leaving you, like, 40%, 50%, yes. 60% tips. Hush money. Hush money. For hush money, yeah. Money to keep quiet. And then one day they come in with their wife and their fucking family, and you look at them like, dude, you son of a bitch. Right. Like, why the fuck would you come in here with your whole goddamn family and when, like, I'm sitting here knowing that you're fucking someone else? Yeah. And with his eyes, you keep your fucking yeah. mouth shut. You fucking shut up. Or a fly on the wall, man. Fucking we're fly on the wall. Also, the same way, it looks, it's I, the same thing as you look at him and you're like, Mm. And he's looking oh, back at yeah. you. Yeah. Like, he's how's, like, yeah. how's. Remember all those fat tips? You remember oh, yeah. those fat tips? Yeah. Hey, it's, it's like, like I, uh, it's like the last words I said to my grandfather were I looked him in the eyes and I said, I know your secrets. I will tell everyone the second you pass away from this earth. I will tell your wife. I will tell your children, you bastard. Yeah. But I've also met uh, a lot of non famous people that I, I really enjoyed profiling. I actually went to a uh, the Havana Grand Prix, it was a cocktail competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Havana Grand Prix. If you, uh, it was the first time I've ever been to Cuba. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, and the uh, good bartenders. Good bartenders in Cuba. Yeah, good smells. Do you think it's? Uh, I think it's. It's good interesting. Cars. Do you think they have to get Great used folks. to American customers now? Now that the island's open, the way that it is. It's not anymore. Is it not? No. How the hell did we get there? We took Swim. a tugboat. We took a tugboat and it sank about halfway, if I remember correctly. Because I told you, stop throwing those pop rocks on the damn tugboat. It made me laugh. And damn it, if he didn't throw one of those pop rocks one and it hit an oxygen tank. There was Just a skipper. There was a skipper that was really snooty. And so I kept throwing pop rocks at his feet when he was scaring him. Dance. I actually, yeah, applied, him, uh, he would dance. say, he would say to him, "Dance, boy, dance." He would dance. My yeah, fat he, man. Would, he would dance. It was fair. So then, he was okay. the Carlton. That was a schooner. That was a tugboat oh, that tugboat. I had stolen from a blind mother of four. Um, I had kind of just. Well, so she claimed. Yeah, she claimed she was blind when I when I was robbing her. She was like, "No, don't take my boat. I'm blind." And I was like, "Into the water. Into the water. Into the water. You go." Because she was already out to sea. Uh, we had taken uh, a sea dew from who was it? It was a blind. Uh, I believe it was a mother of two that we took the sea. Less than the first. Yes. Yes. So this we've been. There's all mothers out there at sea. Now we are fair people. We're not going to cheat you out of your vehicles. We need them for the adventure. I always give an IOU, and Ollie keeps a ledger of everyone we've borrowed vehicles from, everyone we've we've stolen from, swindled. Oh, it, I see. You have the the ledger here. Sure. Yeah. I've handcuffed it to him. Yeah, and he carries it everywhere with him. So, yeah, uh, it's in a lockbox. Mm-hmm. I handcuffed a lockbox <laughs> to him on the sea. Yes. Yeah. Good idea. Mother of four. Lifeboat, mother of two, climbing equipment. Uh, <laughs> I, she was carrying a bundle of climbing equipment for two people, uh, and I, I swiftly robbed that from her. Sure. Uh, on the way here, we stole an Uber. <laughs> Even though he was that already was fucking you, he was already yeah. taking oh, us. To I thought I recognized you. You've heard about you it, son of a bitch. Well, we're back in L.A., baby. Sure. Hollywood. Tinsel Town, baby. Yeah. Hey, Hollywood. We're here pitching our new, we got a new idea for an ABC show. See that new uh, Tarantino picture about the sexies? Oh, boy, did I. It brought back a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, okay, so well, you're here. You made it onto the talk tales again, and you're doing a movie. So why oh, don't you take this time to pitch your movie? I just got the title of your show. Oh. No, I just, I just appreciate it. It's duck tales. Ta- No, talk tales. Like, like cocktails. <laughs> That's very funny. Mm, yes. Yes. 
Very yes. Good. So yeah, why don't we take this time and you guys, uh, you know, tell us about tell us the movie. Maybe somebody in the big Hollywood Hills is listening. Oh, you know. And let me tell you this right now: we have been away from America. We haven't caught up on any of this Hollywood stuff. But while we were over there, sure. we had this idea for such a an original idea that there's. Hollywood could never even crack upon doing. We had porn? an idea for a movie. What if? What if the Joker was sad? What if the Joker was like a sad little, like like a sad little weenie boy? We think of the Joker as being whimsical and happy, but what if he was actually a sad fuck who couldn't be a good stand-up comedian? So instead, he's murders a bunch of people who and are girls wouldn't touch the pee pee. Yeah. We, we made sure girls. Yeah. What if he was really sad about girls not wanting to touch his pee pee? Pee pee pee. Because he was so greasy and gross <laughs> and slimy. I, I think. That's I want to invest in it already. And it's it's it seems like a hit. It's funny. You're, you, you'll be watching this movie and you'll be like, this sure. this guy's doing it the way I kind of want to be doing it's at it. At least as funny as two of the hangovers. Yes. We, yes. we should definitely <laughs> cast like a really serious actor. Yeah. yeah. Joaking Phoenix. He'd be right. wonderful. Yeah. Yes. yes. Joaking yes. Phoenix would be good. Yeah. 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 I would make sure just to shoot a bunch of innocent yeah. people in it. Just really make just the swing audience feel terrible sure for terrible. going to the movies. You have a lot of insight. Uh, it sounds like you really got this this idea of really ready to go. We're ready to pitch it. Yeah, we're ready, ready to pitch go. it. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Thank you for telling uh, the, everyone on Talk Tales about the idea. And for what it's worth, if you ever need any bartenders for that that those big Hollywood parties you're going to sure. have. You yeah, know? we don't carry guns, so yeah. we're safe. You ever, when you were watch Westerns, would you also want to be the bartender in the Old West? Oh, hell yeah. Would you think that was fun? Oh, I'd be amazing. It. Then we definitely need a gun. You know how many bottles yeah, we sure. sell? Whiskey. Bottle just or brand. yeah, throw down the that. bar. Brandy. Yeah. Yeah. You and know what they should bring back that, that bartenders don't do anymore is you spit and it ricochets off the wall and kind of lands in a jug. Oh, like a dude. spittoon? Yeah. I did that earlier to my cocktail before you took it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I, I thought miss? I liked it. You know what uh, I miss about bars that I don't see anymore is I don't I don't see someone wiping a single a single glass with a cloth. No, 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 and kind of looking like out the window, I like kind that. of yeah. wondering what's going on in the world. I missed that. Yes. There's always think- that vague thing where they're polishing the glass with a shit dirty rag. Yeah. What it's gonna, yeah. What's it going like, to be, fellas? Yeah. And why, yeah. why are they always from fucking Brooklyn, too? Sure. Like yes. every, any movie ever, polishing the rag. I miss this guy. I just miss a bartender yeah, he was yesterday. making my drink <laughs> while kind of just throwing it in the air and, and scaring me. And, 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 and one out of every eight times the bottle breaks. I miss that. That what? was fun and scary for me. A good one me. is you just throw the tin up in the air, give a big slap of the face and bring it down and pour the drink. You can do this. I always enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a flare. It's pretty shocking. Flare 101. It's like the best shot in the world. You get yeah. a slab in the face, you're like shocked, and all of a sudden they put a shot in your. Oh, oh my god! He's better. I was like hurt, and now I'm like confused, but I kind of like point. it. Yeah, you're alive. <sighs> well, Fifty Shades of Grey has nothing on that. I think yeah. maybe we should do a, a game. What? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Are there handcuffs involved? I remember a drinking <laughs> game called Hong Kong Assassination, yeah. where essentially what you would do is you would put a circle Sounds of cups around, and you would, you would throw the ball, and uh, if you missed that center cup, you had to turn yourself into prison. You had to say, I'm the third Menendez brother, and I helped that night, and you had to turn yourself into prison. <laughs> you no, you lie to the police? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have a bartender in a comedy club? Kind of a stand-up comedy club? No, I haven't. No, none of us have. I don't think none of us have. Is it worth it? I've uh, every every experience I've had at a comedy club has been horrible. Oh, I don't think I've ever had a. I've, what about uh, are the drinks good? No, the drinks. Uh, 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 you know, you have to buy at least two of them, and that that thirty five dollars. Fucking pay this shit. And the shed, then they have to watch two hours of fucking bullshit. Angry, depressed people yelling at you. 
getting mad if you're not laughing. Yeah, honestly, I can go home every Thursday night if I want to see all that shit. So sure. it's like you not one in. of those moments. It's like I always grew up with that. And yeah. at the same time, it's like I don't want to pay to go see I don't, it. I don't need. I don't need to spend spend thirty five dollars. My stepmom has way better insults than yeah. they do. You can call up your uncle, and he yeah. can do a better fifteen than I'm fucking. That is true. My <laughs> uncle is funny as fuck. Okay. Uh, All right, the game. <laughs> <laughs> this is the game we're gonna play. It's called Ten Questions for the Board, but we don't have the board, so it's just called Ten Questions. <laughs> All right, hurry, let's do it. <laughs> okay, ready for game time? This is the game. It's called Ten Questions. Slide to the left. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, I, don't, I didn't get the. So you ask, you ask, you I'm ask the questions ask every you. time. Okay. And then, then we're gonna slide to the sure. left. Okay. Do we hit like a button, or how do we do this? We just answer them. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> they're, they're just like general questions. Oh please. Okay, Ollie. Sure for all in your best James Bond accent, order a Vesper Martini from Matt. Hey, you. Hey, stupid. Give me a martini. Pow. <laughs> that classic oh. Vesper spot. Yeah. Matt, Matt's was, wait. <laughs> you just knocked oh, me yeah, out. Sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Hey there, money pussy. Give me a martini. Pow. <laughs> Biff. Golf. Don't call me pussy, the asshole. There we go, yeah. We're back and forth. <laughs> I miss that when you would just go back and forth with your bartender giving each other the Oh business. yes, I miss I miss fighting with my bartender. <laughs> just really punching him and him punching back. You big old asshole. Yeah, you dumb son of a bitch. Bow. What's it take to make a fucking martini around here? Yeah. Come on. Make me a difficult drink. Oh, you think this is I know you killed your wife. I know it, and I'm getting proof. I promise. So, now you ask him, or do I okay, ask now him? Now slide to your left. Let me shake right. something that should yeah, never right. be shaken. Right. Yes. Say your ABCs backwards. That's what? not fair at all. You get an actual challenge. What? Oh, that's a, yeah. You good luck with that Fuck one. That. First of all, I never learned my ABCs. <laughs> I was raised by a Swedish man who didn't really know I was in his house. He was always high on LCD uh, sound system. Uh, he would sure. listen to them all the time. And it was so loud in his house all the time that he never saw, saw or heard me. So the only the only alphabet you know is LCD? Yes. <laughs> so like I know LCD, and in that order you, it would uh... be backwards. So MLD... MLC. You know, the police do that when they D pull over drivers. LDC is backwards of that. Do you uh, do you ever make your customers do that when you think they're too drunk to drive? Do they ever make them do your ABCs backwards? No, no. I just take that's the, the cop keys. That's the cop. Good luck. You just take yeah. your keys. That's the cop. All right, all right, all right. This gentleman sitting next to me. Read an excerpt from Jerry Thomas's guide in an old-timey English accent. <laughs> do we even have that? Who is Jerry Thomas, I wonder? Is that a bartender? Ah, supposedly. He makes some fantastic bitters, that's for sure. Is he a, is he a, yeah. is he like a, a mascot for a, a company? I have no fucking idea. I know I, I've bought a lot of Jerry Thomas's bitters in the past. Is he like Harold Ordenbacher or the popcorn man? Is that Orville no. Redenbacher? Redenbacher. Is that his name? I think he's more like Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, so he's real. He, he might have been now? he might have been like a president at one point. At one point. Yeah. The Fred Collins Fizz. Everything you read about this drink here under is transcribed <laughs> verbatim. From the new guide for the hotel bar and restaurant, London, 1885. <laughs> I like your old timey is a very quiet. This person. is this is just the the chapter. I haven't got into it yet. Oh. I have to get, if I'm going to do an old timey accent, I have to first off, true story. Now the American accent actually came after the British accent, so fuck the whole. Mm -hmm. Hello. The system. I need to get in character though. Ingredients for this particular cocktail. We have two ounces of bourbon or rye whiskey. I'd prefer a high rye whiskey if you need to go around it. We have a half ounce of simple syrup. Now, depending on the simple syrup, I really prefer using Damarera, but if you're going to use 
granulated. You got to go equal, equal on that one. Juice of one fresh lemon. That's roughly three quarters or an ounce or an ounce and a half. Okay, fuck the giant lemon. Just juice an ounce of fresh lemon. One teaspoon of orange curacao. Six ounces of lemonade. Okay, first off, fuck this, this cocktail. Is this the fire in the <laughs> This cocktail is ridiculous. Because why the fuck would you ever do six ounces of lemon? How do you make lemonade? It's water, sugar, lemon, lemon juice, right? Yeah. Sure. So why a would whole you bunch put... of vodka if you had my stepmother's Well, house. why would you put fucking fresh lemon juice in this yeah. cocktail? Why Friend. did I read this one? I'm going to read a different one. I'm sorry. This is stupid. <laughs> is that, uh, how is this a classic cocktail? They tell you to make a Harvey Wallbanger it's, in there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they got to make a Harvey Wallbanger in there? I will give you a Harvey Listen, Wallbanger. Listen, you answer Ollie when he talk. <laughs> oh, this one looks fun because it has an Angostura picture on it. Oh, Jasper's secret mix. Mm, picture is always good for podcasting. <laughs> I'm drinking right now. Sorry. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I love the fact that it's this potion. Sorry. This potion is made by the bottle and kept refrigerated. Juice 12 limes. Okay. <laughs> juice 12 limes. It's all just juice 12 limes. Four ounces of Ingostura. Hell yeah. Ooh, I like that cocktail. Right, already. Let's give that old timey accent, bro. Was that not an old timey no, accent? No, you did it. No, it was just like Miss Doubtfire. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Read one of these and ask me. It was me. very old. Read one, one of these and ask been, you. Uh... Wait, there's no question here. It just says you went out bar hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, I want the hot dog. No. I want a bar hot dog. Next. That <laughs> That's it. why you gave me this cracker, this wheat thins box. Show him which one he's on. Which one are yeah, you show on? Me where you are. We're here. Are you asking me for a specific? Yes. Uh, how about you read this one? But give him the mic. Give me a number. Four. Four. Okay. You get four hot dogs. <laughs> four. <Yeah. laughs> Eat some bar nuts and whistle. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. 1999 bottles of beer. Okay, so eat some bar nuts and burst mm. up. This gonna is going to go great for everyone. this carpet. I want you to have Whistle it in your 1979 mouth. by Smashing Bumpkin. You need to have it in your mouth. You cannot swallow. You need to have it in your mouth. Well, that's going to be a little hard. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, it's your finish from the 99. I'll give you one more, okay? Okay, for 99. I don't hear any whistling, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Wow, Matt, you're really good. <laughs> Matt, that's so good. Seriously. Yeah, I don't right. know how you can put so much in your mouth and whistle at the same time. It's pretty impressive. Come oh, on, Matt, you got this. I did it. Can you do the whistling from the PW1 and Jong Song, young folks? <laughs> that's our favorite. It's a good whistle. Ollie and I listened to that a whole car trip. Can you whistle for me? It's going to be May by... <laughs> you go on, you got it. I ate the nuts. Uh, all right. Oh, see here. What out of the 10 have we not asked? Five. Have you ever had sex on top of the bar that you work at? <laughs> oh, this is a truth or dare now. Ew, no. The... These questions Wait, are very, no, very. I have not. Have you? <laughs> I know someone that has. I do too. We both probably the same person. Possible. No, because you would. No, you not about? about you, asshat. <laughs> yeah, well, have you had sex in a crypt? Because I have. <laughs> yeah. All right, five. Wheel of shame. Wait, that actually fucking works. <laughs> that was a question. Sorry. Have you ever done the... Oh, there you go. Have you ever done the walk of shame? Well, that's dumb. From having sex on the bar. <laughs> During service. I, I, I think every single of one of us has done the walk of shame. Uh -huh. Yeah, like three times a week, usually. Wait, we, okay. It's kind of a legitimate one. <laughs> it's just like a basic... Oh, oh, sorry, this is steel cards. Oh, we got a good cards. Where's the worst place your guest has puked? 
I guess you had is puked uh, that you've seen in my fucking car on the bar top. Oh, oh that's the one. Like, that like, one and sucks. It was, and it was like yeah. oysters and rosé. She was oh, fucking. Oh, she was fuck fishbowl. Like, way worse. She was fishbowl rosé like a spoon out of fucking style, and then she drank copious amounts of rosé in a really short period of time, and then like. I saw her put her hand over her face and just like oysters, like she literally threw up oysters all over the place. That that sounds absolutely disgusting. And on a weird side note, who the fuck would ever eat an oyster if you've never seen one before? It's like a giant booger. (laughs) I love them, but Jesus Christ. Like if you saw an oyster, like, oh my God. Some people like boogers. I love oysters, (laughs) but they look fucking disgusting. Yeah, it always takes like 30 seconds to eat, even though it's the most expensive thing on the menu. (laughs) Yeah. Good about those Dodgers, am I right? All right, Sean, I'll tell a bar joke. And you cannot say the duck joke. Oh, my God. We've heard that many joke. times. Oh, I've got a good bar joke. Uh, a bar joke that's not the duck joke. <laughs> got you there. Yeah. Oh, man, I have another good one. Okay. That I learned, but it's it's got to be visual. Um, I'll just do a Shauna original. Okay. Uh, what is Fozzie Bear's favorite food? Waka waka moly. <laughs> 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 oh wow! Hey, oh, Ollie died and then came back to life. Oh, Aussie bear jokes. Am I right? I got a joke that an old bartender used to tell me. It's a one-liner. A girl walks into a bar, asks the bartender for a double entendre, and so he gave it to her. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you know what a double entendre is? <laughs> it's something that could be sexual as well. It's, it's a something normal... that can be taken to mean sexually. Yes. So when he said, I gave it to her, uh, it could be the drink, but it could, could be the, 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 the pipe, the tea. I'm, I'm, I'm just the hoping toy, that she gave it a drink. That's the the pina. The pina. Santa Maria. The DP pina. What kind of pants does Mario wear? Denim, denim, denim. Oh, fuck. Okay, that's the best fucking one ever. Bravo, bravo. Denim, denim, denim. You guys, you know I'm going to be driving home all night tonight. Dinum, dinum, dinum. Whoop, 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 whoop. Dinum, dinum, dinum. Well, Ollie and I got to get going because we're going, the manhunt is back on for John Benet Rams. I mean, I would imagine. And we're the only ones who know how to stop her again. She's going to wake up. It's almost been 27 years. And when she wakes up, she will start killing again. And she will be stopped. Yes. By us. It's been 27 years. <laughs> we did it before. We have to do it again. Yes. We made a pact. <laughs> Always stop jumping. We both cut today. our hands off with a sword. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank okay. you for having me. This is my first podcast. Dim, dim, dim. Dim, dim, dim. Well, thank you for well, joining yeah. hey, Ollie, amazing. It's very a pleasure to meet you. Oh, happy to be on the show. I happy hope that uh, we can bartend your future movie yeah. events. I truly you. believe that... Uh, that uh, sir, bar, bar, bar back, bartenders are the uh, the back, Bob, the, back, the, backbone back? Of, the backbone of Los Angeles. Bob Barback. The bar I think, bar, bar, I think bartends are the best barbacks. In the backbone of and he gave it to Los him. Angeles. In the barback of America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. America definitely needs a bar back right now. Mm-hmm. So we got yeah. We got you. That should be Elizabeth. America needs a support USA. system. USA. That, should be, that should be somebody's campaign slogan. <laughs> America, America needs a bar back. Yeah, people America's would, bar pe- back. People would just, I'll be a bar back. Oh, I'd vote for that for sure. Dude, I'd yeah. vote for that. I know Red Bull and vodka. That's a drink. You guys make that? No. no you guys ever heard of that? Because I heard of Red Bull and vodka. Yeah, it'll cause problems. What? I yeah. thought about eight. Well, maybe that's your problem. Do you have that before your fucking beers? I have it the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. Well, it's an IV that I suckle from. 
when I wake up. Does it give you wings? I feel like this might be your actual problem. We've gotten down to it. We thought it was gluten. Now it's Red Bull and vodka. Stop that. Is it bad? A little bit. Hmm. Sorry. Well, we're going to go see Joker, so. (laughs) All right, yeah. We uh, heard it's kind of like our movie, yeah, but we'll see. They might have got, caught wind of it's your idea, idea, so you might want to go talk to them. We'll see how like it is. Oh my gosh! You're so, oh, careful about that that uh, jet engine you're starting right now. Mm-hmm. Be careful about it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Oh my gosh! You the oh. fucking ceiling. Jonathan Ramsey must be stopped. Oh, didn't, didn't, Matt. Well. That was quite a uh, experience. That was an adventurous experience. I now have two holes in my ceiling. And a burnt couch. And a burnt couch and debris of pants. That sucks. But you know what? It's okay because it was a fantastic like meeting with <laughs> like, these guys. Rip, totally one of our favorites. He's incredible. And then now Ollie, man, we are blessed. Family, the family is growing. We are blessed human beings. I never and got where he worked. Oh, yeah. We never even really. I think he's. <laughs> oh, but, you know, well, I'm sure well, we'll get it back someday. Yeah, I'm sure we'll see. We'll hear more yeah. of like what. Or we, I'll try to look up his articles or, or whatever he does. Maybe we should Google this stuff before we. Yeah, it actually probably happens. should. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Our well, bouncer was gone again today on vacation. Oh, yeah. Where's, I haven't seen Haunch in a while. Yeah. Well. well oh, well. I'm sure he's okay. But. Ra- he's uh, friends with the raccoons. You know, regardless, if you have an amazing story and you want to tell tell it or possibly be a guest on talk tales you can go to our website at www.talktalesthepodcast.com and on our homepage, you can submit your own stories via email at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com and if you like our show do us a solid subscribe and leave us a review this is a diy project and all the love we get helps us grow and if that love comes in the form of a charitable charitable donation you can share that love on our patreon page which you can find a link on our website talktalesthepodcast.com or on patreon.com backslash talktales of podcast i want to thank our good friend josh for composing our theme song thanks to my brother-in-law grayson for creating our amazing logo uh and also thanks thank you adele for crafting incredible cocktails for talktales cocktails for talktales hashtag adele Mm -hmm. um and then also duke do you have anything you want to plug cheers (laughs) keep drinking everyone what's your instagram if you want my instagram um it's all of them at once What's your um TikTok? I don't. What is it? I actually have no idea what a TikTok is. I'm gonna be 100 honest. I've seen it on Instagram, but I have no idea what the fuck that is. Anyways, just want to say thank you so much for having me on the show, and I love everyone here. And everyone here is absolutely amazing. And uh, cheers! And uh, make sure you tip your bartenders and um, don't drive. Yeah, be kind be and kind. don't drink and drive. Take Uber or Lyft. Jesus Christ, it's not that hard. Also, if you don't know what it is, just put it in your mouth and smile. Okay, it's really easy to do. And don't forget to swallow everyone. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Um, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> yes. And uh, speaking off of that, to a degree, while all of us on TalkTales are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive. And Absolutely not. I feel they like we no. should, uh, the other two gentlemen that we had on earlier, would they like to plug anything about themselves? Yes. Yeah. I, uh, He's back. My name's Hunter Kennedy. I do stand up around town. And guys, I... I really do want to take a moment and kind of bring up something that's important to me. It has almost been 27 years since JonBenet Ramsey went missing. And <laughs> she's going to come back stronger. She's going to try to rip you apart. Isn't she supposed to be Katy Perry? She's had 27 years to think about what scares you as kids and now that you're an adult. She's adapted. <laughs> she be, be even she's, scarier. Uh, it's it's going to be a mess. Safety first. Mm-hmm. No drunk driving. 
Safety first. Do not go out alone at night into the woods. <laughs> the trees. Mm-hmm. Just you don't meet yeah. a person with a chainsaw. Walk the other way. Mm-hmm. Or if you need something cut down, ask them to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> also, if it's depending on the season, Christmas yeah, time. Between the hours of eight and five. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, my Twitter is at Nick M Jimenez. Uh, Emma's and mom, my high school the, uh, newspaper teacher, made me get a Twitter, made us all get Twitter February of 2009. And I've had it ever since. <laughs> and I'm convinced, I'm convinced, I'm convinced that something in it is going to, uh, to be my undoing. <laughs> <laughs> that like one, one fucking night in 2012, I like accidentally tweeted something or something. And that's that going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to be like 48. And then it's like, Hey, why did you, you know, tell, uh, Lady Gaga to like jump off a cliff or something. I don't know why I would. You really have to stop telling her about it. Yeah. I, I told you. Because I'm such a fan too. I don't, yeah, know why I, can't, yeah. I don't know why I can't be positive with her on mine. You can't take it back. Uh, can't I can't take be like, oh, I love Joanne. I'd be like, no, jump off a fucking cliff. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, in this day and age, careful what you wish for. You can't take it back. She's naming her new album Adele. Adele? Yeah, Lady Gaga. Hey. Is she and Adele have she, like She's a- naming her album Adele. Why? I don't to be a troll. <laughs> Does she have a rivalry with Adele? Yeah, not that I know of. Oh. You know what, guys? I love you all. Thank you so much all for being here. This has been fantastic. I love all of our guests. I love getting together, enjoying amazing beverage and company and delicious hot and readies. But you know what? I think there's a jetpack here for all of us. Shall we? Shall we jet back into the sky? I say so. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, everybody. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn.